Laurel. Yeti. Laurel. Yeti. Laurel. Laurel. It's the M word. Hello and welcome to The M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve each other's problems and then hopefully one day, maybe a generation's. Kyle, how are you doing? I am doing so good because... Are you yawning as you're talking? (laughs) I'm I'm so pumped and full of energy now that I had taken in extra oxygen. That's what yawning does. It's a simple air refuel, and I think we all should yawn more often. I don't think it's I don't think it's offensive. You're yawning now because I yawned. No, it's Connor, not fair. I'm doing very very good. Do you know why? Because we just turned a whole a two digits. We got two digits, and the thing is, it's really easy to go from one digit to two digits. It only takes about. 10 episodes. Thank Kyle you. had to count. Hold on. I just had to do some quick math. I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't, I'm not he here to sound like He used his fingers. And for some reason, he brought his fingers up into the camera so I could see him counting. Yeah, that was, was weird. A weird. That was real weird of me. I don't know why I made that choice. But to go from two digits to three digits, that's going to take another um, 10 episodes for this time he pulled up his phone's calculator and he actually showed me doing the math, which he did incorrectly. Yeah, I took an old high school algebra book, which I've kept from my high school days, just in case. You never know when you need some algebra, you know? You remember those blocks that they used to use to teach us how to, like, count ones, tens, hundreds? No, I think you went to a very special school for very special boys. Yeah, we kept on breaking apart the little blue pieces and putting them into baggies to be sold. Oh, I actually do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, I was making a joke about meth. Oh, I do remember that too. I remember meth. <laughs> we all did meth in school. I remember my t- my 10th birthday because me and my twin brother were celebrating it together and I had a Yu-Gi-Oh themed birthday cake and Grant had a Spider-Man themed birthday cake and I didn't want to touch his vanilla cake garbage. I'm going to vote on which side of that cake I would have eaten, and it would definitely would have been Grant's. So, you don't like chocolate cake? Well, first, I don't really like chocolate cake. I do prefer white cake because of racism. And then I also just prefer Spider-Man to Yu-Gi-Oh! So. I mean, now, if I were to choose between watching The Amazing Spider-Man or Yu-Gi-Oh!, I would choose... The Lego movie every single time. That surprise contender always comes out. You don't think it's an option, but guess what? The Lego movie is always an option. It's always an option. Did you see that new one, the Ninjago? Nin- Ninjago no, I heard movie? that it got terrible reviews, though. I don't know. I never saw it. Well, that does explain why you probably didn't go see it, is because you know what else has terrible, terrible reviews, reviews right what? now is that solo movie. I actually, or I say terrible. It's got like seventy percent, which is bad for a <laughs> bad for us. Honestly, that's honestly. way better than I was expecting because everything I'd heard about pre-production and production stuff was like this is bad. Like that, what Ron Howard was like their fourth director for the film. Half the movie, more than half the movie, had to be reshot. And apparently, the guy who played Holo, Holo, the guy who played the new character Holo, he had to reshoot his scenes many, many times over because he's an amateur actor. 
And Dang. I was like, it worked out well for Ray. What's her name? That lady. Ray, the girl who plays as Ray in the new movie. <laughs> the girl, Daisy. Ray Romano. Ray Romano's daughter, Daisy. Daisy Riddler. Daisy, Daisy Romano. Daisy Riddler. Ridley. Gosh, we're doing a lot of crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, this is good. I'm glad we're talking about movies because last episode we talked about how we haven't talked about movies, and this is it. This is our movie chat. Um, it happens yeah. once a month. It happens once a month. That was it. It's um, where we talk and- about all the movies Connor won't see because they are less than 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, although I think I'm pretty sure Avengers Infinity War is pretty high on there, but I still haven't seen that. That's because you also are kind of like a movie hipster. You try very hard to just avoid the mainstream. It's re- it's really it's really upsetting, honestly. I really just want to enjoy movies, but I don't like so many of them. I really just need to start reading books because then I could play the movie in my mind and nobody can fuck that up. That books are very very good. I just finished a terrible one. Books are very good for that. Because I wouldn't mm-hmm. have seen the movie version of this book because it wasn't good, but I finished the book because the movie I had was in my brain and I'm the director. Yeah, and also I'm every main character, in the, or not every main character. I am the main character, especially the main character when when hotties are making out with them. I'm okay. What kind of books are you reading? <laughs> I just remember reading. It's all porn. It's all. Yeah. It's all smut. <laughs> no, I I would read like fucking dude. Okay, crazy story. When I was a kid, I read Percy Jackson and the whatever and, the fucks and the Percy's. and uh, and the when the what what. I don't know. I've never read it. And I, I like identified so hard with this kid. He was ADHD. I don't like paying attention to things. He has dyslexia. I need glasses sometimes when I read. Yeah. We're basically the same person. He has black hair. I have black hair. He has green eyes. Mine are close. Anyway, you could see the com- the similarities add up. You were like, I was, so, I, somebody wrote this book about my life. I was desperate not only to be this kid who was like son of a god, but also I wanted to play him in the movies so bad that I Googled casting calls every day to see if I could find something. And somebody said that they're playing as Annabeth in the new movies, and I they they definitely were lying. I didn't figure that out till later. I read the last book of that series a long, long time ago, but when I did, I learned that the guy's birthday is the same as mine. What? Yes, August 18th. Have you ever tried to lift something up very heavy to see if you're the son of a god? No. How no. How do you know it's not about you then? Huh? How do you know you're not Percy Jackson? You know, these things are like beneficial right for funny's sake, but also they make me really sad because they make me realize how mundane I am. Yeah, you're just a weak, useless human just whose only weak. superpower is to talk into a microphone that puts your voice into the ears of other people. And this isn't even a superpower. I'm borrowing this microphone from a friend. Like this. <laughs> this isn't even mine. Yeah, you're not even like me, Connor. I bought my superpower like a real American. I did you? buy the arm that holds it, even though it does basically the same thing as the little holder that was there prior. <laughs> no it's hanging I don't, out you got this. I don't like to get too meta on the pod though I don't want to get too meta our listeners don't come here to hear about how we shoot a podcast they want to know about our nitty gritty details they want to know our insights yeah right that's what they what pay us for what do we think about society what do they pay us for nobody pays us but you can always give at our Patreon patreon.com slash pod. you can get free things like we don't have any rewards, but maybe 
one day you maybe if you subscribe we give you some free rewards please yeah we will give you free rewards like connor go ahead and tell them what their first reward is for signing up at a dollar first reward is connor o'brien's personal uh instagram dm oh that tells you what a great person you are and also we could talk about uh i don't yeah I could talk about you, and then on the podcast, I can list a positive attribute about yourself. I really love that. So give a dollar a month. Connor O'Brien is going to slide into your DMs, and that's really exciting for anybody of any any gender. I I don't slide into anybody's DMs. That's true. You don't like people to know that you're on social media. So that's really cool. If you give No, it's not. I just don't. Like, the action of sliding is not my like my my aesthetic i'm not a slippery person you're not a slippery person i slid on ground today and ate it so hard it was very embarrassing and i have no skin on my kneecap anymore so oh i can't tell if you're joking you hurt your knees no i'm not i i did well i mean it's just like rubbed all the skin off and it's like i can get more of that that's nothing have you ever wondered why we haven't that's like that's like five that's like five postables yeah, that's basically it. Matter of fact, I could probably like make it r- r- much quicker and just put the pasta on my knee. Have you ever wondered why we haven't created an like a fake or synthetic skin? Like it got it's got to be easy, right? Evolution figured it out. Why can't we make skin? Why can't evolution evolutionize our ability to create skin? Well, I do. I do think it it does. I think that's the definition of evolution. But we do why? have to figure it out. Like, we make skin. Like, we already make it all the time. We right. all make we're skin. We're super good at it. But, like, but, but we, we were trying to, we're trying to capitalize it, right? We're trying to, we're trying to make it fit our modern society. And that's just not the way skin works, man. I think if you made, if you created a synthetic skin, I think you would make a ton of money. People would I'm want sure. that flawless, like, poreless skin. You would be shiny and new. And, you could be like that chick who said she was black. She could order black skin if she wanted to. What was her name? Rachel Dolezal? You could I she could have, have been black. That's not how that works. I have seen a Facebook ad, I swear, showing something or another that is similar to synthetic skin. Well, I doubt that's a, a real thing because I I haven't heard about it and so if it's, I haven't heard about yeah. it, we haven't made it yet. And that's the rule. Kyle, I think we should get on to our uh, our listeners' question for this week. Let's see what's going down yeah. with our friend. What's going on? Um, we got a question from Kevin. Kevin's a great guy. I don't actually know Kevin, but I assume because he listens to the show, he's a good guy. And I'm I'm very excited that he sent in his problem. His problem is actually something that I also share. He says... So I've been rewatching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia recently, and their language has crept into my everyday talking, mostly saying, it." I shortened it so that it's less offensive. He didn't say that I'm saying that. This is my editorializing. Goddammit. Quote, unquote, goddammit. But I live at home. This is continuing his question. But I live at home with my parents, and they get mad when it slips out. Basically, I need to replace Gadamit in my vocabulary. How do I solve this problem? Kevin, you came to the best, the best duo you could have talked to. Me and Kyle are both, Kyle and I are both from the South. Yeah. The place where people 
are less than tolerant about cursing a god that people believe in. Yeah. You know? They're not into it. Unless you mean it. Now, you can say, god damn you, or, you know, god damn it, but you have to mean it. You know, you gotta mean it. Right. You can't just have god God damning everything. Right, because God's like Siri. He doesn't... He's not listening until you say his name. And so... You have to say, "Hey like, God, hey God," but you gotta wait for him to him to give you that feedback. Okay, God, which is, which is like thunder, right? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So whenever you say "God damn it," he wakes up every time, and it's just like, "Okay, never mind. Sorry, never mind." Yeah, he's actually he's really really intelligent. You so do you realize to... if the church built a phone, their 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 robot would have to be like Jesus or God. I'd be like, "Okay, God." Or be like prayer. It's just right. prayer. Dear Daddy God. That sounds like the beginning of a very offensive rap. Dear Zaddy Jesus. Zaddy. And he's like Cajun. I love that. We're giving you more things to say, but you can't <laughs> say them in your house. No. Listen, here's what I've done because I'm, and this is no joke, I have personally dealt with this problem because I do love me a good GD. Yeah. But whenever I'm out in public, you know those 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 god god fearers, they get offended, and I'm not I'm not like too into like offending people in general. Right. Um. It's just it's I don't care enough about saying god damn it to like to cut it out. Yeah. Uh, or not to continue saying it. Excuse me. So, I started using uh, Christmas. God so, Christmas. No, oh, that sounds good. No, that I don't think I could. No, I don't god think Christmas. God Christmas. Just instead of say, or I'll say, instead of saying like Jesus Christ, I just say Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Because who, who in their right fucking mind's gonna get mad about me talking about every America's favorite holiday? Well, see, now you just went from offending Christians to offending atheists, and as we know, they're basically equal. I think. As an atheist, I am not offended, and I speak for all atheists when I say, "Hold on, hold on." Don't this is breaking news, Connor. You can't say Christmas if you're an atheist. That's a rule. Right, we have to say Xmas, don't we? No, Xmas is just a shortened version of Christmas. It still counts. And then we have to we have to take ha- we have to take Merry Christmas off of the off the the Starbucks cups. It's not even on the Starbucks cups. They finished that. Hold what on, they, Connor. What were they getting mad about last time? You have to celebrate the solstice. That's the or the equinox or no the no. Um, I don't eclipse. have to celebrate anything. You can say, oh, moon. I'm probably worse than most atheists just because I don't I don't believe in a lot of tradition. I say I don't believe because tradition is a, isn't necessarily something to believe or not. But like most things I'm just I'm not really into. I I celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving just because it's just something that we do. Hold uh, on, you don't you don't done. you don't celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving. You join your family on those days no, but it's not like if I, you were or if you were still, away from there you would you cook a turkey for yourself in honor of thanksgiving i wouldn't cook a turkey for myself because i don't know how yeah i mean but i would i would still like have like out here i had friends giving right yeah that's always fun but that's just a bastardization of thanksgiving is there no, even a cornucopia where are the cornucopias hashtag is bring back cornucopias food, hashtag please bring back cornucopias yeah nobody's talking about cornucopias anymore we is the food what is necessary for thanksgiving to be thanksgiving i think so honestly and they've got to be those colors that kind of brown orange it's got to be those colors you know 
you can't have a bunch of green stuff on Thanksgiving. That's ridiculous. Being an ex-Christian, you hear all sorts of words that Christians use instead of saying the curse words. Right. Um, gosh dang it. Gosh damn it. Gosh. You know what would be fun is if, gosh. if every, every time somebody said darn it, if you gave them a ball of yarn. And it's just like, let's take back the word darn, you know? I'm tired of people just throwing around darn. There are a bunch of old ladies who darn, you know, their wool every day. And it's just like, everybody else is out here just like, darn it, darn it, darn it. And it's just like, gosh, what abuse. What abuse are we putting up with for these old ladies, you know? I'm going to start throwing yarn at people. That's what darn means, right? I'm pretty sure. I've said that very confidently, but. You did. Darn it is fine. You can use darn it. You can use, uh, you can use any food, really. Yeah. Pizza. Your parents, I mean, you will confuse many a people. That's true. If you use pizza. In fact, I would, I would recommend not using pizza because of, because of the rage that will ensue. Connor, pizza toppings, totally fine. Like, oh, pepperoni. You know, like that, that's good. That is good. I do enjoy that. The more I'm thinking about using pizza, the more I'm thinking it's going to cause problems. Like what? You walk in, you say, oh, pepperoni. Someone's like, hey, fuck you, man. I don't like cheese. If there's pizza in the room. Or it's like gluten intolerant, thank you very much. You know? Yeah. Vegan, much? Oh, what if we change it to like gluten? Ah, gluten. That's fun. Now, by the way, everything we are suggesting has to apply to all of humanity. So this is kind of a decision we're making for all of us. Ooh, ooh. Better yet, research curse words in other languages. Oh, that's always good. I don't know. Mierda. I do, no, no, no. Mierda. No, you can't use Spanish. That's too too, uh, too relevant. That's French. Don't, no. They're basically Use, uh, like, German. Like thick dish, that means that means okay. fuck you. I mean, see the problem with the Germanic language is that English is a Germanic language, and so it's going to sound very similar to English already. Yeah. Well, also you, I don't know where you live. Uh, I, I live in Texas. Oh, sorry. nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you live in an area that there's a lot of foreign languages spoken, you need to find one that is that's just stupid and like a, like as Icelandic. Oh, but see, the problem with Icelandic language is that it has a minimum, each word has a minimum of 14 letters. So then it's just like, man, this is getting long, you know? Actually, well, that depends on how you look at it. It it could be more fun. Oh, that's true. You're believing me too quickly. You don't know. Uh, liar. Kyle, you need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you idiot, Connor. You know nothing of Iceland. I don't know anything about Iceland. No, I don't either. So, so- Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Iceland words. Everybody, hold on. Oh, okay. On Guess Kyle. what? Yep. The how do how do you say shit in Icelandic? How skeet. I I feel like that I, was probably an appropriation. I'm pretty sure I've heard that before. Well, you know, you can't you can't really solve. A, oh, you know what's a fun? Now this isn't this isn't really a replacement for goddamn it. So this is a quick detour, real quick. But I am learning that one of a common like phrase to curse somebody in Icelandic does translate directly to may your urine burn. And that that's visceral, you know, 
May your urine burn. May your urine burn. Like that's piss my Ooh. piss. <laughs> so they say they say asauri. That means by the devil, but that's what they say. That's how they say damn. Asauri. Asauri. Yeah. Devil was was far more common of of a phrase used back in the day. Yeah. When my great great grands the grandcestors. The grands. <laughs> <laughs> The grandcestors. The grandcestors said they said they they cursed the devil a lot. Yeah. So maybe do that. Yeah. Devil, damn it! Can the devil damn things? No. Or you say, damn devil, damn devil, and you sound like kind of like like an old English professor when you say, damn it. devil, devil. What, what the? Devil? Do we really use like anything related to Satan or Lucifer anymore? We really don't throw that around, huh? No, because Lucifer goes to my private school. Oh man, he's a real, he's a real dipshit. You know what I would tell? I thought you were gonna say devil. That was a thank you for changing it up. You're welcome. You gonna say? I yeah. was gonna say this is what I would tell the devil in Icelandic, far to til hilvitis. That means go to hell. Are you are you speaking like Tolkien? Honestly, I think this is the closest I've ever come to Game of Thrones languages, so this is very exciting for me. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Would you also like to hear about what a drudu daily is? Drudu daily. What does it mean? It's a shitty penis. <laughs> That's what it translates to directly. Now, they have the English equivalent as piece of shit, but I do think shitty penis is on a whole new level. Because how did it get there? How did the shit get on the penis? How do you? That's a big. That's a big think, tuck job. You, no, 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 no. How do you think shit got on the penis? That's where it came out that one time, and I was like, doctors didn't know what to do. So, Kevin, I think we answered your question pretty thoroughly. You know what, Connor? Though I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Do we? What aspect have we not? You have to yet? convert your parents away from Christianity. That's the only way you're going to solve this problem. Hmm. And oh, so true. Yeah, so you're going to have to just like start handing the pamphlets. God damn it and God damn you. That's the f- title of the first one. The second one, Jesus? The third Maybe one. not so great. No, it's just Jesus oh. with a question mark. Jesus? <laughs> Jesus? And then it's and then it's just a guy with his shoulders just way too far up. Right. That nice nice little shrug. Um the third one is of course God let unicorns die. How can you love him? And dating back to Noah and the Ark. So there's a lot of things there that's just like, yeah, how can you even like this guy, people? And listen, Kevin, it's super cheap, okay? It listen, is. super yeah. cheap. No, not for the pamphlets, but for me, Connor O'Brien, to be flown to your home in somewhere, I will show up hand the pamphlets to your parents or your guardians to let them know, listen, your son says these words and he means no harm to your God by them, but only says them because it is a very funny thing to say. Right. And then I smite them. Yes. Because I'm God. Because I am God. I, I don't think that, I think honestly, if God is offended by saying, God damn it, He's got to have a bunch of other shit to do, you know? Like, I really do you... like the idea of a god just kind of coming down, chill, bro, and then he right. floats. And then he floats, and that's that's it. I do want to mention, first of all, that I appreciate how we, as millennials, 
absolutely accept that he lives at home with his parents because that's a normal thing. That's not a weird thing. And I love that we were able to just accept that. The other thing is that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is a show I love very, very, very much. And it's not on Netflix anymore since like the new year. And I want to know where he's watching it. Yeah, because it got kicked off because they didn't renew it. And I want to know where he's watching it. Because I also, whenever I read this question, I was like, I want to watch It's Always Sunny. And I looked it up on Netflix and it's not there. So I need to find It's Always Sunny. Yeah, we are in the... uh in in the realm of un unnormalcy when it comes to millennials not living at home i i wish i had that sometimes but i also don't want to live all the way back at home because it's a sad sad time living in pearland bexas yeah i personally really like living within two hours because that's just close enough to be close but far enough to be far you know it's half a gas tank i love it i love it so very much wow i love that close enough to be close far enough to be far that's Are you my, Dr. Seuss? I'm Dr. Seuss. And if um and I only use half a tank of gas in my car. That's how it goes. That's the full, I guess, triple line. One last suggestion to our friend Kevin. It's very important. I'm afraid we don't have time. Thank you so much, Kevin, for submitting. Oh, it looks like Connor's reaching up. He's gonna try and he's gonna try and shoot this one from the half court and see if it lands in as the buzzer. Oh. Make your parents deaf. And he made it. Great. Connor got two points. They did lose by 20, but good, good score. I did make, I made the shot, you but it didn't, shot. it didn't, but matter. we still didn't win. I like that though. So it, you know, if plan one fails of replacing your vocabulary, plan two fails of converting your parents, step three, chop off their ears. No, uh, lend no, me your you ears. Chop them off. Lend me your ears. The other two, please. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for giving me your ear. That's it. Thank you. Connor, let's solve a different problem now. <sighs> I mean, oh, God, my, my my creative juices are just, they're flowing. I'm sweating. I'm feeling problems just, just drifting off of my shoulders. I'm feeling more free. I'm feeling present. And this has been Connor's feelings update. We're going to solve a big boy. Yeah. This, this is another one, too, that someone brought up to me before as if it was like a life or death situation. He really wanted to he wanted to tell me a big story about this. Uh you're welcome versus no problem. In reference to whenever somebody says Someone thank says you. Someone says thank you. Yeah. Someone says thank you, you say you're welcome or no problem. And old people hate it when you say no problem. They, they do. Really do. Yeah. They hate thinking that you're you're trying to say it's no inconvenience. Yeah. You only thank them. They you're only being thanked because it was an inconvenience for you to do that. And you're like, no, it's no problem. It's it's not a difficult thing for me to do. Right. Because a lot of things, a lot of little things, they're not. So you're just like, oh, no problem. Like that's, I've I've recently changed mine to, of course, at work when people are like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, of course, it's my fucking job. I have to do this because I'm clocked in. That's a fun one. Because it's kind of like if you go to Chick-fil-A, if you have a Chick-fil-A near you and you say thank you and they say it's my pleasure, you kind of like it because it's different, you know? It's something different. I, outside of work, I'll say no problem. Because you're an um, American millennial. Because I'm an American boy. I'm an American dusty boy. But whenever you say you're welcome, you're saying, oh, you personally, I find you worth this thing. You are so very welcome. You are welcome to be, for me to have done this for you. And I think right. that's just too much. It is, it's very much a generational thing. I used to work uh, whenever I was 19. I worked in like a local business and the boss one time yelled at me because 
every time she would say, thank you for doing this, I would say, it's no problem. And she would say, yes, it is a problem and you fixed it. So say you're welcome. And then I was like, hold on. That was very aggressive. And also I was working at a gun range. So it was like any aggressiveness. It was like, that could end badly. (laughs) So, um, and then she she said, no, you fixed a problem. So you are welcome. And then she shot a a gun to my head and said, say you're welcome. (laughs) Right. She threatened you with her guns. The, um, but no, she was very, very offended whenever I would say no problem. Like she was offended because I didn't say you're welcome. And it's very much a generational thing. And it wasn't until somebody else brought it up that it was kind of like talking about about what what is that difference and i honestly think it's it's this situation where their parents their parents raised them with manners and to say you're welcome and so that's how they responded but so that because it was when somebody was saying thank you and you said you're welcome you're saying oh i know i had to go out of my way or i know i helped you with this and this is me acknowledging your thanks for helping you whereas millennials we just like because we were raised by those same people by that generation who told us, Hey, be nice to people say please. And thank you. And whatever most people, most millennials have at least knowledge of those manners. And so whenever somebody says, thank you, you just say it's no problem because we don't think we, we did it. We did anything extra. We were just like doing what was expected. We want to help people. People needed something. We helped them. They said, thank you. And we're telling them, Hey, it's no problem. It's, I like helping a, you yeah, out. It's, it wasn't an issue. I expected if I I would help you out with anything, whatever, you know. Yeah, I think and actually I was having this conversation with with some friends from work because it's it's very common for people to talk about how, how like people who are offended are people who should just compl- change their perspectives on shit. Like being offended in and of itself is a negative uh, we should have a negative view on being offended, yeah. which I mean, I'm kind of on. I I'm I'm not like I'm normally one to say, yeah, like fuck that. Like I don't just say what you. Well, I'm not gonna say just say what you think, but like I'm I'm I feel like I'm very open about that type of thing. You know what I mean? Like for comedy, I'm mostly just joke. It's it's the purpose is to make people laugh. Like uh, it's a joke. I'm sorry. That's com- it. Comedy. When when do you do comedy? And then the on the flip side, you have people yeah. who will say like, whenever, you know, you should be offended. When I, or people who, uh, I'm I'm losing my train of thought. I, I po- fucked you up, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. It's okay. It's fine. But my point is that there are there's like a very it's very contentious of of people to think. Well, if you're offended by me saying you're welcome or no problem, uh, you should just change your perspective on the matter. Which maybe for that one you should because. Uh, I mean, yes, people should be conscious of how they're responding to things because it can have a greater impact in the long run about how you think about what you do. But for someone to be upset or to to take offense, oh, these this guy doesn't actually think I uh, what he does is important or right. he thinks that him solving my problem is not a big deal, that's annoying. You yeah. know, which maybe it is to that person, but it, I think it should be taken from another from another place. It is kind know? of it is kind of selfish because then that person is saying, "No, my thank you, you saying my thank you or whatever you did for me is no problem. That's offensive to me. How dare how dare you not accept my thanks in the way I want you to accept my thanks? That's actually a that's a really good point because whenever people say thank you, all you're doing is expressing 
your appreciativeness of something somebody doing something for you period we shouldn't even have a response somebody says thank you you just walk away walk away that that really should be it you're welcome is like an added response that people have just wanted to reply to somebody saying thank you it doesn't even make sense because if you break down your welcome then that like it it's just a phrase that we didn't know what to say the first time somebody said thank you and then you just said the thing that you normally say whenever people come into your house you just would say hey you're welcome you're welcome come well welcome with us i don't know what well, to do come, with you saying well, thank come you with us people say what's up you say good right the first person that said thank you and then waited for a response that person's a dick you know that's who started it there's it like it's almost it's system. almost like thanking you is is another step of of neediness like you're seeking their validation for your appreciativeness like you want to verify that they're aware that you are aware of the sacrifice that they're making for you yes i hold open the door i expect someone to say thank you you people do that people expect people to say thank you for them. right if you just hold open the door and someone just walks through it's like well cool but that's an interesting point is that what are we seeking? Are we seeking people's appreciativeness? Are we doors or are we doing so just because we're just trying to be nice people? We should just always say thank you and then that's it. It's kind of like when you don't know how to end a text conversation. Where does it end? You know, this cycle of thank yous and welcomes and no problems. Sounds Where does good. it end? See you later. Bye bye. Good night. Sweet dreams. I'll see you tomorrow. But then the other person has to respond and then it's just like, okay, more. And it just keeps going and going and going and it never ends. And we need to find a way. I think the walking away method is going to win. I think if somebody says, thank you, that's the end. That's the end of, of all of it. That's the end of the conversation. You just get out. Yeah. Just deuces. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for thanking me. And I want to thank you, the listener for listening to the M word right now with your ears. Look at you. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for listening. You can some you can subscribe. You subscribe. You can subscribe um, and leave us a rating and review. There was a, a we had a, a new review on that was talking about. I'm gonna pull it up because it was very very good and very beautiful. It was from Zen Munkin Munkian Munkian Zen Munkian, and um, and he said there's new good good boys in town, which I appreciated very very much. And then. He said, or she said, that intro music sounds like Castlevania. You should hit a candelabra. Con- you should hit a candelabra. I can't say that in a normal way. I don't understand what he or she meant by candelabra that. Candelabra with a whip. So Sometimes. I also didn't either. But because I love this person so very much, I Googled Castlevania. And apparently it's a video game from the 80s that was right. like on Nintendo or something. Mm-hmm. And, and the intro music does sound like our music. They look like they could, they sound like they could be cousins. It was very, very cool. And apparently the main character hits a candelabra with a whip at some point. Um, also, follow us on Twitter at MWordPod and me and Kyle on Instagram. Mine is at ThatBoyConnor and Kyle's is at KyleTheTurner. Yeah, you can send us problems just like Kevin did through email. Uh, you can email us at CK at MWordPod.com or you can tweet at us, slide into our DMs. We also want to thank Cindia Martinez for the lovely, lovely cover art for our podcast. And we want to thank Grant O'Brien for our theme music, Millennial Juice Fluid. You're going to be hearing it probably right now. I don't know when, but we have some nice new exit music that he has re-engineered for us based on Millennial Juice Fluid. And it's very, very good. He worked very, very hard on a, it. Well, I really a, enjoy we it. We need a name for it. Um, the Ballad 
of the Dusty Boy. That's what I'm going to call it. Oh, wow. That was great. I really, I love that so much. So thank you so much, Grant. Please also consider subscribing or pledging a dollar or more on our Patreon, patreon.com slash mwordpod, or go to our website, mwordpod.com. Connor, I have a sign-off for us. We're just going to try it out. We're going to try a different one every week. Mm -hmm. This is my new idea, okay? Um, So you do the closing bit you normally do. This is fun. This is so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next week. You stay fluid. No, that was terrible. Stay fluid, boys. And girls. Stay fluid. And non-binaries. And non-binaries. Stay non Stay fluid. Stay stay binary. Stay binary. That's not good. Oh, no. You yeah, stay fluid. I don't. I don't like that. Stay. Okay. Keep calm and stay fluid. Keep calm and stay fluid. Actually, okay, cool. For now, for That'll this one for week. Thanks for listening to the M word. Stay calm. Keep calm and stay fluid. <laughs> Bye. Oh, Christmas. Bye. We love you.